want some advice, I'll give you some advice. Unqualified advice. From unqualified people. Are you professional or not? No way. For sake, man, you're amateur. Answering questions whether you like it or not. This is the Ill-Advised Podcast. Enjoy the ride. <laughs> Da, 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 da. Oh, God. I saw you at the railway station. There had been a cancellation. You were smoking cigarettes alone. I walked up and said hello. I lost my wife two days ago. You shook my hand and said, Francis, what's your name? And you had a hat. And I had a hat. had hats and my wife was dead and your wife was dead shit happens Francis said Francis said it's five o'clock how about we find a rock and throw it at some cars from the bridge I laughed and said that sounds like fun We walked into the setting sun And Francis said I'm aiming at the kids And he threw a rock So I threw a rock We both put some gravel in a sock And he threw the sock I said we should stop He smiled at me then threw a rock and a sock we snuck down to the local farm And there we open up the barn To set the horses free and watch them run The moon was extra bright that night The horses in the pale moonlight Watch this, Francis said, and pulled his gun and he shot a horse So I shot a horse Francis choked a chicken with his hands but watching them die, he started to cry. I'm bored, Francis said, let's steal a car. Oh, Margaret, oh, Margaret, don't you worry about me now. I'm doing just... All right, everyone, welcome back to this show. Aren't we called ill-advised? Yes, we are. <laughs> welcome back to the ill-advised well, I was just saying, you obviously know the name of the show. You're here. You didn't, in fact, stumble upon the show, probably. They might have. Yeah, like, what is this odd show with this intro leading into this song in episode 31? Is it 31? I believe it's 31. It might be 31. But you know what? I don't know. You know what, you crazy assholes? You hung on, and you definitely, you pulled the raft in Temple of Doom, and you screamed like a crazy person as Indiana Jones pulled the ripcord and flew out of a plane in a raft. You did it, and now we're here, episode 31. Are we that legit? Are we Indiana Jones legit? I mean, he wasn't that legit. It was a shit-ass freighter that he pulled a goddamn raft out of while there was an Asian kid screaming his name. I like to think anytime anyone 
pulls an emergency raft out, they go, ill-advised. Yeah. <laughs> well, they don't. They also don't pull an emergency raft out and go, Dr. Jones. <laughs> I like to think it's both. Yeah, do they? They say yeah. Dr. Jones and then ill-advised and then die because yeah. they've taken too long. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. And Indiana Jones dies in the ratings. Yeah. <laughs> That's what happens. No, I mean yeah. they're gonna do that to themselves if the if the last movie did anything, you know. Like, I I kind of cried a little bit. I kind of cried a little bit the last one. I was like, well, we had a good run, didn't we? That last Indy Jones we, was. We had a good run. That was pure nonsense and yeah. bullshit. You've you've been my hero for a lot of years, Indiana Jones. I uh, have and I told we died you that, in the fourth movie. Yeah, have I told you the story about how I met uh, Harrison Ford? You did, yeah. I, uh, I met, tell it again. So I met him in a in a cafe in Jackson Hole, where he he happens to have a house, and uh, I was told that he likes to frequent this this small ass cafe that I cannot fucking remember the name of. And so I go there, and I'm 18, and I've been drinking pretty heavily, and uh, I see him, and this was uh, this was a number of years ago, so he obviously looked a little bit more like Harrison Ford. Uh, of the like Air Force One era than he did. He's Jack you know. Ryan. Yeah, you know, like he is, he is fucking Han Solo, All right. Indiana Jones, Harrison Ford. You know, and I see him, and I get this like odd pang of confidence, and I was like, I'm gonna go talk to him. He's gonna know that uh, that my life means something because of him. You know, not my fucking parents or whatever. You know. For some reason, at my 18-year-old self, I was like, oh, Harrison Ford, that's a guy that made me, breathe me into existence. You know, so How I go up there. Cry? Yeah, so I go over there, and I sit next to him at the at the uh, counter of this cafe. And I just stare at him, like awkwardly stare at him for two fucking minutes. And uh, he turns over, he looks over at me and goes, can I help you, kid? <laughs> and I, I honestly mouth read for about 15 seconds. It was just like hard mouth breathing. It was I couldn't I couldn't get anything out of there because I was looking at him and I was like you're on solo, but I didn't say that even. I think even that would have been better. It was like, <gasps> and then I went, I love everything you've ever been in, and that's what I said to him with a mouth breathy tone, and then he just said, all right, you're creeping me out, kid. I'll see you later, and got up and walked out of there. <laughs> 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 and that happened that happened in the year 2000 and I haven't gotten over it he was looking forward to Y2K yeah after that no I think it no that happened in the year 2001 yeah. so he uh, yeah he, he legitimately was just like I want to have some eggs and a fucking and a, and a couple pieces of fucking bacon in this weird cafe and then I mouth breathe on over to him and just go I love everything you've been in <laughs> And say it with this weird, like, T. Boone Pickens fucking <laughs> screechy-ass voice. And then he bails out of the cafe. And uh, I have not seen him since. Obviously, I didn't give him my number or anything for him to call me. Uh, which Yeah, you know, he's just waiting for you to, yeah, I know. to Facebook friend him. He's like, that guy with that crackly-ass voice in 2001, that should have been the guy. We should have hung out. We could have been friends. Yeah. He said yeah. to no one yeah. ever. He's my new short round. No. <laughs> No. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> yeah, no. No. That was like and then I walked away kind of thinking, 
I've met a hero of mine, and they tell you that you shouldn't meet heroes, but I, that was all wrong. But then I went to myself, did I really meet him, or did I just terrify him, just just gently terrify him, really, is what it was. Like, yeah, all right, bud, I'm going to go, thanks. Yeah, in Teton County, there's a restraining Yeah. Ford versus Clay Redondo. Yeah, he he actually doesn't know my name. He just goes yeah. crazy ass weird nose with the crackly voice. Yeah. That drunk eighteen year old yeah. kid. Yeah, I love everything you've yeah. been in. Yeah. Get off my plane. <laughs> yeah, and of course that wasn't it wasn't completely true. I'm not a huge fan of what the Patriot Games or whatever it was. To give it up to this guy, Harrison Ford is the most productive, most successful actor in the history of the world. That's not true. That that is very true. He was he was Indiana Jones. Yeah, but he that's was, not that's not actually true. Yeah, I think it is. <laughs> he's he's Har- he's Harrison fucking Ford. Yeah. No, I get that. He that's was Indiana name. Jones. Yes. He was Han Solo. Yes. He was Jack Ryan. Yes. All of those. Yeah. Name somebody else that's done so much besides Harrison Ford. Gary Oldman. Well, well not to piss yeah. on Gary Oldman. He's no, I'm just honestly, telling you right now. I mean, it's Gary right fucking Oldman. If you think about it, Gary Oldman has been in more things for longer. For some reason, no one ever goes like this. I'm a Gary Oldman fan. People are like this. Is that Gary Oldman? <laughs> <laughs> it might be, but Gary yeah. Oldman. Like Fifth Fifth Element, Gary Oldman, right? Yeah, of course. Uh, what is that the one with the... Uh, is it Crazy White Boy Day? Is it Crazy yeah. White Boy Day? Oh, shit, yeah. He uh, was... Uh, fuck, yeah. what the hell is that? That was with Chris Usual Walken. Suspects? Yeah, Usual Suspects, yeah. Yeah, I don't even remember. But Somebody, Harrison Ford, let's, let's no, just say... No, I mean, I'm a, huge, I'm a huge Harrison Ford fan, obviously. He's the I most successful actor ever. I wouldn't ever. have screeched at him were I not to oh, be. Shit. I mean, I would have done the same thing had it been Gary Oldman. Like, holy <laughs> yeah. shit, it's Gary fucking I think Oldman. I would have been like this, hey, Gary Oldman, I like your work. Like, really straight-faced and confident, you know, and he'd been like, hey, kid, you can go fuck yourself still. And I'd be like, that's fair, Gary Oldman, not mm-hmm. as fair. But no, I couldn't do it with Harrison Ford. Like, couldn't do it. Like, I watched, I watched, uh, I you know, the Star Wars movies, like, every every two months when I was growing up. And then all the Indiana Jones movies. And then I just couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I tried. I was really confident when I walked up there, and then I went noodled. I noodled when <laughs> I got there. That's what you do. Yeah. I mean, it's Harrison fucking Ford. I know. The guy who literally, uh, in real life, flies rescue helicopters no for shit. search and rescue in Teton County at the age of 68. You know, like, he's he's just better than I will ever be. That's the whole thing. He's, he's like, better than yeah. anyone. He's like, one time I taught an owl how to play a ukulele. Because, uh, you know, I had an afternoon. And you're like, fuck, man. Fuck. Who is going to actually yeah. call his bluff? Yeah, right? Well, <laughs> even so, though, why would you, though? Because, Connie, you have to go, I'm pretty sure he's telling the truth. Because he says it like that, like he showed up to a he showed up to one of those uh, fucking uh, Star Wars pre- uh, premieres shit faced, and he goes to the interviewer, and they they're like, "Are you drunk?" And he goes, "Yeah, yeah, I am, yeah." And uh, they go, "Why'd you show up drunk today?" He's like, "I mean, because why not? 
I'm Harrison Ford. <laughs> you know, yeah, like, you can get away with fuck, anything. man, why? Why does that exist for some people? And I, you have to kind of go, that guy's got some brass balls. Also, who gives a shit? He's fucking awesome. He's Han Solo, and he played a swan song in the fucking, uh, in, in episode six or seven. And, you know, he, he was like, he died, I cried, and he's just sitting there like, hey, you stooges. I'm, I'm freaking. <laughs> I'm Harrison Ford. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, cry, you sissies. What do you think people dead. do when they meet Christopher Walken? <laughs> I imagine everyone thinks they have a Christopher Walken impersonation. Do you think he's just sick of hearing them? He is done <laughs> hearing them. And I think everyone that meets him just is silent. Yeah. He's like, can I just have your autograph? Yeah, it's like, where are you walking to? And, he, and yeah. he's like, nope. nope, too close, too close to it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm leaving. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you can call me Christopher leaving, you assholes. <laughs> Christopher walking the hell out of here. <laughs> oh, shit. All right, just, we're going to do... There's just so many people that are just so iconic. Harrison yeah. Ford, yeah. Gary Oldman, Christopher Walken. I think a lot of people yeah. actually uh, will forget the oft-forgotten iconic fellow whose face was melted in Raiders of the Lost Ark. The guy, oh, the quasi Asian Mongolian fellow with the uh, with the burn mark of the staff in his hand. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the actor I love? Uh, Sam. Uh... I have no idea. God what you're damn talking about. He... Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're gonna do a short promo here, uh, real quick for a comedy gig we have coming up, and then uh, we'll get right into question numero uno. Hey everyone, you want a question answered? You want to just send us some hate mail? You definitely can at our website at illadvised.podbean.com, our Twitter at DearIllAdvised, our Gmail, DearIllAdvised at gmail.com, and our Facebook page, newly minted Facebook page at DearIllAdvised. All right, first question of the night. My 27 year old daughter. And her best friend, Katie, have been best friends since they were four. Katie practically grew up in our house and is like a daughter to me. My daughter recently got engaged to her fiancé and announced that Katie would be the maid of honor. Parentheses, Katie's boyfriend is also a good friend of my future son-in-law. The problem is that Katie walks with a pretty severe limp due to a birth defect. Parentheses, not an underlying medical issue, which I'm not sure what she meant with that. She has no problem wearing high heels and has already been fitted for the dress, but I still think it would look unsightly if she's in the wedding procession limping ahead of my daughter. I mentioned this to my daughter and suggested that maybe Katie could take video or hand out programs, parenthesis, while sitting, so she doesn't ruin the aesthetic aspect of the wedding. My daughter is no longer speaking to me, parenthesis, we were never that close, parenthesis, but this is her big wedding and I want it to be perfect. All of the other bridesmaids will look or- gorgeous walking down the aisle with my daughter. Is it wrong to have her friends sit out? It's wrong to have a mom like you. Yeah, I was gonna say you this is cunt. this has got to be a mom because this of the horrible. way it was the way it was worded. Do you think that this is the kind of mom that was always criticizing? Uh, I think it was Katie, right? Katie was yeah. Katie has uh, the limp. Yeah. Oh no! Yeah, that's right. Katie's not the one, not the the daughter. So no, this is the kind of mom that would uh, criticize the daughter about eating a uh, like a chicken sandwich. Be like, oh really? Do you, do you need that on your hips? 
Do you yeah. really need that? Yeah. My daughter and I were never close. Well, no shit. Yeah, no fucking You're an unbearable shit. cunt. Yeah. It sounds like you've been a cunt for a long time. And then now it just is like, well, uh, it's going to be it's going to be memorialized. And your friend, is she that good of a friend? I yeah. mean, she walks like she's got club foot. Yeah. <laughs> if she's a real friend, she'd walk normal yeah. for you. I, I can only imagine the mom's like, is this a presentation of my left foot or is it your wedding? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe she should just hand out programs. Yeah. Like those hookers uh, in Vegas yeah. sitting down. She just rings a yeah. bell and screeches like a hawk yeah. outside of her fucking wedding. <laughs> <laughs> programs. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Boy for sale. Yeah. Boy for Good sale. Lord. Just ringing a bell. I like that she even goes like this. It's a birth defect, not an underlying medical condition, which <laughs> I don't really actually, I don't understand what, like, what did you think would, what did you think it would be an underlying medical condition, which would cause the limp, like, oh, she's got a, she's got a recent injury. So hopefully that'll clear up before the wedding. Yeah. <laughs> car accident yeah your fault right yeah yeah <laughs> it's like she's got a limp because of that syphilis <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh yeah. god it's it's funny is it, what's the, the second part of it that's funny to me is that the mother seems surprised that the daughter was like you know what fuck you mom <laughs> you know? oh shit yeah like my best friend is gonna be in my fucking wedding uh regardless of whatever you say. And then she's like, well, she's got a lip, so maybe you backseat her for a minute. You know, just She bam. grew up in my house. Yeah. She's like a daughter to me. Yeah, just I nicknamed her Limpy. Yeah. If she was my daughter, though, I'd put her in the basement. <laughs> I, I would chain her to a yeah. pillow. Yeah. She wouldn't have left the house. She's terrible. <laughs> she's like a daughter I never stopped criticizing. My daughter never talks to me now. Why? Yeah. yeah. It was like, if you thought that every, I mean, it seemed like everyone else doesn't even give a shit about it. Just saying, you know, Katie included. And then you were going like, is Katie going to be doing that during the wedding? Like limping like she does always? Yeah, probably. Yeah, probably. <laughs> then you're like, that's an underlying medical issue. Yeah. yeah. You're like, is that, I thought that would go away by now. <laughs> oh, it's a birth defect. Don't those go away? Yeah. Well, she yeah. can't grow two inches more into her foot. Yeah. <laughs> She's been fitted to the dress, and she looks amazing, yet she limps like a crazy person. <laughs> one hill six inches, the other one nine. Jesus Christ, she lady. She fucking even Good it out. Lord. At what point in time are you just like, uh, well, uh, I know my daughter wants us to be great, and I think Katie will be great for my daughter, and she wants my Katie to be there. But what the fuck does she know? <laughs> I'm going to make this thing my own. Yeah. Oh, I'm a, shit. I'm a peacock, and you got to let me fly yeah. at age 58. <laughs> We've never been this close. Yeah. But now. Do you ever think that I'm maybe this prove is... to you, this is why I need to be in your life. Yeah. Kick Katie to the curb. Yeah. <laughs> why Why do you almost say that like a Lady Trump? Like, Katie, you're fired. <laughs> I like to imagine this mom... <laughs> As a housewife in New Jersey. Yeah. On that show. She's just an unbearable cunt. Yeah. She's like, oh, Katie doesn't need to dance in this fucking show. Yeah. What is she going to do? Yeah. Just waddle down the aisle. Yeah. While you're just sitting there looking pretty. Yeah. Don't Ugh. you tell me to calm down. Yeah. Who's going to tell me to calm down? Yeah. No one's going to tell me to calm down. Yeah. I'm not going to calm down. Yeah. This is the Jersey Shore. <laughs> the Jersey Shore. Oh, God. 
Just, um, just lady for. <laughs> if you want to know why you and your daughter haven't been close, this is probably a smoking gun. Just saying that aloud. It's but not, then, it's it, not even a smoking gun. You are an unbearable <laughs> bitch. <laughs> like, uh, also, were there portions of her wedding that you disagreed with about your involvement? <laughs> you're not bringing up like how she wants you to stay in the parking lot the whole thing (laughs) why am I not the bride in your wedding yeah I'm your mother hey mom can you actually uh, the wedding's gonna be in in Connecticut but can you be in Colorado (laughs) it starts with a C and there's a theme to it it's it's states that start with C (laughs) yeah it's things that start with C and it's states that start with C and then you're a cunt (laughs) yeah I want you to go to Telluride, Colorado, <laughs> and hang out for the weekend while yeah. I get married. Yeah, and then you know I want you Telluride, and then you can just go ahead from there, and then go fuck yourself, and then I'm gonna get married. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we haven't been close. I don't know why. That's weird. Yeah. <laughs> and her father just left me. Yeah, yeah. I like that there's no, no mention of the father in this, probably because he's supportive and she's just over there being a cunt. Well, she's probably been a divorcee for now 15 years. Oh, who knows? Give or take. Long enough. What a bitch. Yeah. How long did Katie actually, did, does Katie actually feel like you're a mother to her? Probably not. <laughs> yeah. She just like, probably thinks you're the mean lady that gave her shit yeah. growing up. She walks in, Katie walks in, and the mom's like, oh, Katie, I always knew, I always know when you're coming because I can hear the slick clomp, slick <laughs> clomp, slick <laughs> clomp. And I'm like, oh, that's Katie. <laughs> Yar, that's Katie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're all getting dressed. I'm like, yeah. we're the Powder Puff Girls. And it's like, oh, Katie, you sure you don't want to be, uh, you know, Pig Pete? <laughs> Pig Pete. <laughs> <laughs> Here's uh, Bubbles yeah. and Buttercup. Pete. <laughs> yeah. You you sure, Katie, you don't want to be a pirate again this year? Yeah. Like every year? It's like, no, I don't want to be a pirate. I'm 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 kind of you know, you know, fuck off. <laughs> yeah. Lady, uh again, just just fuck off. No shit. You are an unbearable human yeah. being. Go in your basement. <laughs> Live there. I hope someone actually Nancy Kerrigan's you in the knee, and then you and Katie can actually do a rendition of My Left Foot together. <laughs> <laughs> you uh, bitch. Hey, everybody. You have a question for us? Please follow and reach us on our Twitter at Dear Ill Advised and at Gmail at Dear Ill Advised at gmail.com. Also, reach us on Facebook at Dear Ill Advised. If you want to reach us on our website, please feel free to do so. We are at illadvised.podby.com. All right, so question number two starts with, how can I convince my boyfriend to abandon his orphan stepchildren? I adore quote-unquote Dan. He is everything I want in a man, sweet, funny, kind, and handsome. Dan lost his wife of four years to a drunk driver three years ago. He is still obsessively involved with her children. I wouldn't think anything about it if Dan had raised these girls from birth, but they were 11 and 7 when Dan married and married their mother. Their biological father was not overly involved in their lives, but not willing to sign away his paternal rights. His mother is the one with day-to-day custody. The 18-year-old moved in with Dan as soon as her birthday came. She has no plans for school as of now, does not have a full-time job, and calls Dan daddy, quote-unquote, 
I am very uncomfortable when I go over to Dan's condo and she is there. I know she doesn't like me. And while she hasn't made any overtly hostile moves, she hugs Dan all the time and deliberately brings up her younger sister and interferes with any plans that we are making. Parenthesis, you can't do anything Sunday, Daddy. Julie has a game, etc. The entire situation makes me queasy when the 14-year-old comes over. The three of them are this little impregnable unit, and I feel like the new kid in the lunchroom. I feel like the evil stepmother, except they're not my stepkids. They aren't even Dan's anymore. Every time I bring up our relationship, Dan filters it through the kid's angle. I know I love Dan. I want to have a family with him, but he is stuck in the past. What can I do here? Interesting. Who the hell is this bitch? Every Disney villain ever? <laughs> that's who this is? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> God damn, lady. Holy shit. Yeah, what's that goddamn uh, remake with Charlize Theron and uh, what's-her-face Magoo? Uh, Snow White and the Huntsman or something? Oh, yeah. Yeah, this is basically the mom on that one. <laughs> oh, shit. The evil queen. For the illest one's 17th birthday, I murdered 101 Dalmatians <laughs> and made a fur coat out yeah. of all of them yeah, in right? front of her. Yeah, it's, you know, if it were like, uh, if the 18-year-old were to come in the house and say it like dad, like daddy, like uh, like young, creepy-ass porn chicks say daddy, then maybe daddy. you got something. Then maybe you got something. But if she's saying it like, uh, hey, daddy, I, uh, blah, you know, whatever, like normally. Needs like, money for school. Yeah. Hey, dad. And I'm guessing that she doesn't always say daddy because that'd be weird. That probably. would be a little weird. But if she says dad and daddy and, and papa or whatever else, any of the other nomikers, then it just seems like it's probably just what she calls her father figure, which seems to be this fellow, this quote-unquote Dan fellow. Apparently Mrs. DeVille here has a problem with that. Yeah, right? Is she, is she like, awkwardly really close in age to the kids? <laughs> be, that would that, actually be understandable. That'd be one thing. Like, she's 19 and the girl's 18. 19. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I want to have a relationship with this guy, but he, she's get, he's got these fucking kids. Dan did meet me in the strip yeah. club, though. Yeah, and these fucking kids went to high school with me. Yeah. <laughs> 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 but it doesn't I seem used like to that. force one into a locker. Yeah, it doesn't seem like that. It seems yeah. like that that uh, this girl is probably like in her late twenties or thirties or something like that. And Dan just met this woman and fell in love with her, and then married her and loved her kids and whatever. The same as any other True. stepdad would. And then now she's just like, I want to be the one. I want to be the only one he cares about. It's like you can't fucking do that, lady. Me and Fluffy, my cat. Yeah, right. <laughs> She does seem like she would have a fucking cat. Like oh, she, she does, has two, maybe. She's a vegan and does yoga and has a cat, <laughs> you know? <laughs> what about my kids, Dan? Yeah. I like that uh, it was the older one is the most annoying, but when the younger one's there, I can't fucking get in. <laughs> it's like they come up with some sort of this code system, and I'm outside, and I'm trying to... I'm trying to what is that the Navajo in the World War Two? I'm trying to get into She's their unit. Code talker. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm not a code talker, and I don't have some sort of Alan Turing thing going on, and I can't break their code. Maybe that's the barrier between them. It's like, listen. Yeah. I want to love you. Yeah. I want to bring kids up to you, but 
I'm a Caucasian dude. You're Navajo talk. Yeah, right. <laughs> code talker, and man. Until you can get Nicolas yeah. Cage and a bunch of Navajo guys here <laughs> yeah. to code talk your way into our group, this isn't going to work out. Yeah. <laughs> I just I don't get what the fuck she's trying to do with this. Like either obviously the girls are going to be in Dan's life, quote unquote Dan, because she keeps saying that. Like it, 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 the guy's name might not be Dan. She she just keeps quote unquoting Dan. I'm but, not going to be ignored, Dan. Yeah, right. That's what I kept thinking too. I was like, this sounds like Meryl Streep. Oh, it's definitely in, in basic, Fatal Attraction. Oh, I was going to say Basic Instinct. Where do you see uh, Stone's Bush? But, yeah, but that's not but like the the I will not be ignored, Dan. Yeah, was in, uh, that was, was in, Meryl uh, Streep. Yeah, that was yeah. in uh, Fatal Attraction. Fatal Attraction. Yeah. So, uh, you know, it could be that. I guess while she's just sitting there, like these girls are taking my attention, and I can't have it. I Something's boiled dead. something on yeah. the stove. Their, their fucking pet is now boiled on the stove. <laughs> like, if this question would have ended, like, what should I do? Should I boil a pet on the stove? I'd be like, uh-oh, we've seen this. Yeah. We've seen this play out, Street. Oh, goddamn, my kids love llamas. Can I just tell you, with that movie, I was confused a little bit because I was sexually attracted to Meryl Streep. <laughs> and now I'm really? like, what the hell happened, Meryl Streep? I, I respect the hell out of you as an actress, but I am no way sexually attracted to you. Well, here's the thing. Meryl Streep, Fatal Attraction, Meryl Streep, 101 Dalmatians. True. Okay. I enough. think this lady is Meryl Streep. I think this might be Kramer versus Kramer, Meryl Streep. <laughs> Kramer versus Kramer, Meryl Streep. <laughs> here's the thing, bitch. Yeah. You're a bitch. Oh. Do not worry about this oh. guy. And how he brings up his children. Yeah. They might not be biologically his, but they are his children. Yeah. That is a package deal. You might want to have a family someday with this guy. Well, guess what? That is his family. Yeah. Maybe watch that weird uh, movie with Julia Roberts and the uh, whatever the hell, the stepmom movie. Just saying. It's not the lawyer movie. No, I don't know. Not Aaron Brockovich. There's that stepmom movie I where I think it was called Stepmom. Yeah, whatever. Whatever. All I'm saying is that either get on board with that or uh, you know, fucking move on, I guess. There's a bunch of dudes that are probably single and lifeless and whatever else at that age and have the same traits that you find uh uh desirable in quote unquote Dan. And uh, you could probably go ahead and move on, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. It seems like he's not wanting to move on from his family. Just saying that aloud. That's his family. Yeah. You move on with that. If yeah. you want him, that's a package deal. Yeah. Regardless, biologically or not. Yeah. No matter what kind of pets you cook on the stove. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> Why don't you get a new boyfriend? You guys go listen to that Almond's Brother cover band. Down there at the you show. Picked, you picked out of all the things you picked, Almond <laughs> Brothers cover band. <laughs> this is where I think she's at right now in life. <laughs> I was gonna say BTO, but you know, whatever. Almond yeah. Brothers is good. Almond Brothers is just as good as BTO. It, no, it seems like if there was gonna be a cover band, BTO would be the cover band because uh, BTO is super easy to play. Almond Brothers not so much. They're hard as fuck to play. <laughs> Speaking from experience, but that's BTO, why they're the Almond Brothers yeah. and BTO is yeah the BTO. Yeah, you can have a cover band playing BTO and people are like, is this actual BTO? <laughs> yes they might be taking care of business they're actually just taking care of other people's business because it's not bto 
<laughs> oh, lock your shit up, bitch. That's the example. All right, question three. How can I smooth things over after my boyfriend's teenage son saw sexy pictures of me? When we were on vacation, I had my boyfriend take some racy pictures of me in lingerie. They are not pornographic, but they are provocative. Me and fancy lingerie posing on my bed and all that. Well, his teenage son, age 15, needed to use his dad's computer. He started acting weird around me right after that. Didn't want to chat or hang out and didn't want to be alone with me. I noticed something was wrong right away. He's usually very affectionate and we have a good relationship. Then I use the computer and what is there is a is but a deck a desktop file labeled quote Janet Janet's sexy vacation pics unquote a hundred pics of me in lingerie he had to have clicked on it and how could I blame him it was clickbait exclamation point so now we have this awkward thing he saw me in a sexualized manner and he also knows his dad took the photos which is also awkward no teenager wants to think of their parents sex life do I just pretend this never happened and wait and hope that it blows over? Or do I mention it to the boy and say something like, hey, I think you may have seen some vacation photos of me in my bikini and stuff. I'm really sorry. Those photos were supposed to be private. I can tell you right now, doing the second thing is not going to make it any better. <laughs> like, hey, I may, uh, yeah. you may have seen some photos of me with my vagina and some, some tits out. <laughs> yeah. Did you like them? With those weird that weird erection you have going on? Let's talk about this. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously he's quiet and shit because he probably like saw the photos and cranked one out. <laughs> he definitely cranked yeah. one out. Uh, having been a fifteen year old boy, you know, that's kind of what's going on. Obviously you're not his mom, right? You're the boyfriend. You're the girlfriend. Yeah, right? the girlfriend, yeah. Yeah. This is Janet. This isn't mom. This is Janet. It's Janet, yeah. If he calls you mom, he probably doesn't because you would have said my stepson, right? Probably. If it was stepson, he probably would have called you mom. But no, he probably calls you Janet. Yeah, you're definitely Janet. Hey, Janet. Yeah, hey, Janet. How are you doing? Things are going great. Good. But then he sees this photo album of you. Uh, let, hold on. Let, you know what? Fuck it. Let's just start talking about this. Why the fuck does your boyfriend have a whole file folder on his desktop that just oh, says shit. Janet's sexy vacation pics? <laughs> oh, shit. Like, like he's sending these into uh, Pornhub. Yeah. Well, no. <laughs> what what I'm guessing, though, is that he goes... Well, <laughs> two things. Two things. He goes, uh, well, I don't know where else to put them. So <laughs> might as well label them where I know where I can find them. <laughs> or he goes... The second, The second is... He goes, well, who gives a shit? These things are sexy as fuck. And if my kid finds them, at least he's going to get an education. <laughs> shit. That'd be we the... don't have to have that awkward talk of the birds and the bees. Yeah. That'd be the Janet's question I would ask sexy bikini photo vacation time. Yeah. Should sum it all up. Yeah. That's, that's what I would ask. Not necessarily like, what, what do I do with this 15-year-old kid now? Because he is obviously just like he's just squirting. That's pretty much about it. You know, it's hey, hey, whatever the guy's name is, I'm gonna go ahead and say Steve. I'm gonna go ahead and say Steve. the boyfriend's name it's is Steve. Steve, really? Yeah, 
They're like, hey, Steve, what the fuck with this desktop file that has Janet's sexy vacation pics on it? You know, what, like vacation 2017 or something like that would have been just fine. You know, like any of those. But no, you had to label it that. So it's just kind of like, hey, as a 15-year-old kid going, well, I mean, I'm not going to not click on this. <laughs> yeah. Little do you know, Steve is in a, he's the lead singer in a slaughter cover band. Yeah, right. <laughs> what is it with you in cover bands? <laughs> I don't tonight? know. Yeah, like, so. Here's the thing. Uh, Janet, you're a stepson. Not only cranked out one to you, but so did his five good friends in middle school right now. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> they all cranked out one to Janet's sexy yeah. vacation photos. If this is any time recent, which it looks like it is, uh, he threw that shit on Facebook or whatever oh, else. God, like, yeah. he did some shit on Snapchat, you know, where he's just like, check out my, my dad's girlfriend, Janet, because you're not stepmom. It's dad's no. girlfriend, Janet. You you're know, Janet. Yeah, you are Janet. You know what? The worst thing about this question is you're just Janet. Yeah. You're not even stepmom yet. He doesn't call you mom. Is that the worst thing yeah. about this? Yeah, it is. It's like Janet. He showed Janet's photos to everyone. After he actually cranked one out, it was weird around her. Yeah. This yeah, wouldn't happen if you were mom. Yeah, true. Also, you're he's Janet. probably weird because he's like, I'm making a lot of money off these photos and I don't want <laughs> yeah. her to know. <laughs> yeah. They're not pornographic. They're provocative. Like it, I have three calendars well into the future yeah, right. <laughs> with these fucking photos. Yeah. I'm not going to let yeah. her know because I've got a future in these things. I'm investing in my future. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Little did she know, Janet paid for college. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, he's 15. He's 15. Yeah. If he sees you in lingerie, that's as close as he's getting to fucking you. <laughs> oh, shit. The reason why he's awkward around you, because every time he's around you, he hears porno music. Yeah. He gets <laughs> an erection why. is why. <laughs> no shit. He he's tired of hiding that thing in his belt buckle. Yeah, he's you got know? to tuck it north, and he doesn't have a trapper keeper because they don't make him as much anymore. <laughs> yeah. when, I was in high, when I was in middle school, I guess at 15... Like, if I got a, an awkward erection in school... You just hit it with the trapper yeah, keeper. Yeah, you just tuck it north and then, and then save it save it for later with the trapper keeper. <laughs> just put that shit in your lap and just go, I'm going to my next class, Mrs. Whatever the hell. That's what you do. That's how things rolled. But now, that shit doesn't happen anymore because trapper keeper isn't even around, I don't think. I have no idea. Trapper keepers are definitely not around anymore. Yeah, yeah. So all he's got is some crazy-ass skinny jeans... And, and a restricting belt. And the emo haircut. Yep. So he's just sitting right next to you, thinking about your lingerie pics, getting in a wretch, trying to tuck it north, and then completely getting blood cut off in that thing. Janet, you're not in the fault here. <laughs> yeah. Don't ever think you're in the fault here. Yes. She's not. No, she's not at all. She at did all. what she thought was going to be sexy for her boyfriend, mm -hmm. which I applaud her in doing so. All you did was help this man or this boy become a man. Yeah. You help the man become a man, and then you help the boy become a man. What yep. you need to do, though, is help the man understand how to put shit on a computer. <laughs> yeah. Maybe a computer class here or there. Yeah. Yeah. You know, maybe just tell him, like, titling is a problem. <laughs> just in general. 
maybe title it something that's way less, uh, you know, confusing for the 15-year-old boy. Maybe like, hey, we like vegan dinner recipes. Vegan, <laughs> yeah. I ain't looking at that. Yeah, the 15-year-old boy is going to look at that and go, what the fuck is my dad doing and not click on vegan dinner recipes? You know, because kids have that shit figured out. They'd be like, oh, uh, homework for uh, for home ec or whatever the fuck shit classes are right no now. No one does home ec anymore. All I'm saying. You know what I mean, though? Like uh, social studies, homework, <laughs> stage two or some shit. And then you click in there and it's just, just some violent pornography. <laughs> Little did I know. Yeah. Little horse. My mom and fucking lingerie. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean, it's just, obviously, you can't do shit. That dad's got to try and explain explain the shit to the kid. He's going to explain the birds and the bees using your lingerie vacation sexy photos. Yeah. Also, maybe camera angles, tell him about Spike Lee and all that kind of shit. You know, he's just really got to do some learning with that kid. Uh, uh, But... All that aside, that kid's going to get erections around you for a good long time. That's how it's going to go. He's going to turn 18, and then all of a sudden, he's going to try and hit on you. And then you either have porno or you have uh, family affairs. Really, that's about it. You can either you can either bang him or, uh, or don't, really, and have a chat with him about it. It just depends. Like, is it going to be Pornhub or is it going to be, is it going to be ABC Family? That's going to be about it. what it's going to be. Either or, he has to go to his high school sweetheart and explain what ain pain is. <laughs> ain pain. <laughs> uh, the whole thing is, though, I will say this, Janet. Uh, if if you are uh, attractive, as it might seem in this, you are now going to be what he's gauging the rest of his girlfriends about. For the rest of his life. And I hope you set that bar high. Yeah. If not, then, you know, whatever. Yeah, that's the other thing. Maybe she's really terribly hideous. In, <laughs> yeah. In Jen fucking is laundry. not a looker. Yeah. And then he's like, good Lord. And then, like, she's got a bunch of just odd hangers, you know, just like she's got, she looks good in clothes, but then you take her clothes off, put her in laundry, and it's like, what uh, the fuck happened uh, here? Just it's like a lot. someone microwaved Tupperware too long. Yeah. <laughs> like dishwashed. My dishwashed Tupperware is bulimic now. Wonder why. Yeah. Every time I'm around he just looks at me like he's confused. Yeah. <laughs> like not sexually confused. He's confused as to why you're hiding what you're hiding and how you're hiding what you're hiding. <laughs> <laughs> Janet. Keep fighting the good fight. Yeah, keep fighting the good fight, Janet, in general. Good for you. All right, is it okay to take several cookies from the free cookie tray at the bank? My husband and I seem to be at odds regarding the cookies our bank offers to patrons in the lobby. I say that the cookies are there to be enjoyed by patrons while they are there, and I object to my husband's practice of coming home with four to six each time he visits the bank. When he arrives home, he places them in a plastic baggie and puts them in the freezer to eat throughout the week until the next time he goes to the bank. (laughs) That's that's the end of it. <laughs> How good is this bitch's life? Yeah. Well, this is her only complaint. Her husband is taking way too many cookies from yeah. the bank. 
I will say I will say a couple of things about this. Why the hell does he go to the bank every week to get? Is it to just to get cookies? Like he walks in there and goes, "Hey, Karen, how are you?" Yeah, I don't have anything going on. I just get I'm here for the cookies. But fuck you, you know. And and the other side of it is, you think that maybe if you were to make cookies, that he would get he would yeah, take no less shit. from the fucking bank. <laughs> like if if. if if your whole argument is around whether or not it's okay to take bank cookies home, <laughs> you've got a pretty good life. Like that's that's your entire <laughs> yeah, that's your entire argument about everything that you've got going on. He's like, uh, 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 we're we're not fighting a whole lot, and and she hears, well, couples that fight often are often the most healthy, and she goes, okay, well, uh. You take too many fucking cookies home from the bank. And he's like, well, I don't believe you. I don't believe you one bit. And I'm going to keep doing it. Bank cookies are the best cookies. The bank cookies are the best yeah. cookies. Hashtag bank cookies are the best cookies. <laughs> I like to think anyone anytime brings up Stalin and Hitler, she goes, well, let me tell you about my husband then and his bank cookies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He brings home four to six, and he snacks on during the week until he goes back to the yeah. bank. That's how. That's how she justifies yeah. the fact that communism can never work. <laughs> Maybe he didn't shove Jews into an oven. Yeah, he, she just goes, "Oh yeah, well, you think communism could work? You think socialism could work? All those cookies hanging out at the bank for everyone at the bank. That's how they work. That's how it works. Uh, they're they're there for everyone, no matter how much they make or how much they don't make." They're just cookies. They're for everyone. But then my husband, we make it just fine. We, my husband takes yeah. the cookies and then he brings them home. He brings home way more than we need and he just keeps them and eats them throughout the week. Pol Pot? Who the fuck is Pol Pot? Let me tell you about yeah. marrying my husband yeah. and his fucking bank cookies. Yeah. This Betty Crocker whore. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> fuck you, Betty Crocker. <laughs> you home wrecked cunt. Yeah. I let, I just it just cracks my shit up that that there's enough uh, angst in her house that she writes into a, an advice column about about this cookie conundrum that she's having, the cookie bait. <laughs> no, it's funny. Her 33 year old son, that's way out of the house by now, gets a weekly call from his mom. You won't believe what your dad did. Yeah, right. <laughs> Four to six cookies to last him throughout the week until he goes back to the bank. And I've received those phone calls a little bit where it's just kind of like, you'll never guess what your dad did. I'm like, well, I probably could guess. <laughs> yeah. So if, if anything's about to say, if it's like, oh, did dad take the bank cookies again? Oh, yeah, he did. All right, good news. Good news. He took the bank cookies. Yeah. No, I know, mom. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Those are cookies for everyone. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Completely. Yep, totally. Yeah. All right. You well, I've got to go. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks. I've got to go. I got to go. That's the thing. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then and then the dad gets another. The dad will call the kid again and go, "Your mom's pissed about the bank cookies again, but goddamn, those things are delicious. <laughs> they call them in special. Your mom doesn't make cookies like that. If she made cookies like that, I wouldn't take them from the fucking bank." <laughs> Usually I don't even like raisins, <laughs> but this time, and this this kid just gets tossed in the middle, and he's like, "Yeah, no, I get it with the cookies. Just fucking stop calling me." Oh shit! <laughs> Open a CD already. Yeah, just stop it with this. Stop checking on your retirement. It's fine. 
and stop with the fucking cookies. I don't give a shit. You know what? In he just sends them. He just he gets online and goes, uh, cookies. It just sends them cookies. It's like, you know what? You're going to bitch about cookies? I'm, I'm living on a pretty shitty wage right now because, you know, millennials and whatever. And uh, you're going to get some fucking cookies. You want to bitch about cookies? You're going to get some fucking cookies. <laughs> yeah. Like, stop sending us cookies. They're not bank cookies. I was like, they're the same fucking cookies, Dad. You just don't have... You just don't get the... You don't get to talk about your retirement with the bank cookies. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite thing in the world, Girl Scouts. Yeah. You know why? Cookies. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be the thing, too, is it was like, yeah. I like talking to the Girl Scouts and I buy their cookies. It's like, all right, two problems with that, but all the same. Yeah. Make good Girl Scout cookies and whatever. Um, Anything where I don't have to talk to my wife. Yeah. That, that'd be the thing to me. Like, if you were to send him cookies and he's like, these aren't bank cookies. Like, they're exactly the same fucking cookies. It's like, all right, fair. I just like the bank cookies. Like, you're hooking up with someone in there, aren't you? These are tagalongs, really. Yeah. I know a difference between a tagalong yeah. and a bank cookie. Dad, you're just hitting on someone <laughs> yeah. in there, aren't you? You're just hitting on someone and taking the cookies. That's how it's going. You're just like, you're looking at that fucking teller and you're like, hey, how you doing? How you doing? I like your cookies. Yeah. I'm 75. Yeah. You're 24. Yeah. We can make this work. Yeah. Do you make these cookies? My God, these are the best cookies. I'm going to yeah. take them home. I'm going to eat them all week. Yeah. In I mean, front of my fucking cunt yeah. wife. No, if it's not that, if it's not that and he just likes the cookies, leave the fucking man alone. You're not making them. Right? Like if, you, if she's making cookies and he's like, fuck your cookies. I'm going to have bank cookies. You know, Shit. but if you're making cookies and he's like, oh, hey, I mean, I don't have to go bank cookies now. I don't have to do bank cookies because you're making cookies. Thank you. Message received. And you're welcome. You know, I, I think you're in deep shit when he goes, I hope the bank has an Easter ham. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? Yeah. I, I would tell then your life is not so bad. If your only complaint is my husband Goes to the bank to get four to six cookies <laughs> to last the week. I like that. Yeah. It was the complaint yeah. wasn't even like he goes. Uh, I take twelve to fourteen <laughs> cookies. It's like four the to whole six. like he just runs in there and awkwardly takes a plate and goes, "They're free," and then leaves. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he just grabs like a handful of yeah. cookies. They're on a plate of forty or whatever you know, and and it's not like he goes. Uh, she goes, well, I can make cookies. And he goes, no, thank you. I'll just keep bringing them from the bank. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you know? None of those things are, are brought up in the question. It's just that he brings home six cookies and you go, those are for everyone. And he goes, well, I'm everyone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, babe. <laughs> I got these cookies for the needy. Yeah. And unfortunately, I need to eat them all. Yeah. <laughs> he just scarfs them hey, down. Yeah. yeah. Does he does he make her watch him while he's yeah. eating them? He's like, mmm. Yeah. And she goes to look at something else. He goes, no entertainment weekly. This is cookie eating time. <laughs> yeah. You watch me. Yeah. This is a this is a this is a covenant of our marriage. <laughs> you watch me eat these goddamn cookies. You only hope this lasts a whole week until yeah. I get more, <laughs> more free bank cookies. I, I do, uh, I do wish that he would be like uh, that. That she would say, "I can make these cookies exactly the same way." And he goes, "You yeah, know, thanks, no thanks." <laughs> no shit. 
And part of it's maybe like, uh, well, I can make cookies too. And he's like, well, I mean, why would you? Because the bank makes them. Like, he doesn't even probably realize there's a problem. He's like, he just stops at the bank just to deposit some shit. And he goes, well, there's fucking cookies here. I mean, might as well just take them. You know, four to six cookies. You know? I can make those cookies it's just as good as the bank. Yeah, you can make this taste as good as a Roth IRA. Yeah. <laughs> just, yeah. Uh, yeah. Pink cookie. I've had your cooking, uh. Karen, and my balls, you can make them as good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I like that she says four to six cookies. Yeah, that was There's a range. There's a range. Sometimes he brings six yeah. when he's feeling greedy, yeah. but a lot of times it's four cookies. There's a range of four to six cookies. <laughs> And in between that range, if it was one to two cookies, I would find that not philanderous. But at four to six cookies, I feel like that is superfluous. Yeah. If it's five cookies, I know I'm getting laid. Yeah. <laughs> he's jacked. Yeah. At four cookies, I feel like it's just one of those things. It's social justice. He just feels as though, you know, he eats it and he feels like he's getting something. And then I get something. Whoa. But at six, that's too much. That's just too much. That is just too much. I don't know what to think about it. Yeah. Five. I'm getting my hair pulled. <laughs> <laughs> I'll make it Easter ham, Harry. <laughs> you just get those five cookies. <laughs> Why do they keep reverting to this weird, like, like old Jewish? Like, I don't know. <laughs> like, Where'd you get the cookies? Like, I got them from the bank. Like, which bank? We own a bank. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right the wife is being unbearable about this yeah if this is your only complaint yeah in you're marriage, doing fine you're doing, doing fine yeah. let him fucking take six cookies from yeah. the goddamn bank yeah maybe you should actually have a counseling service dealing with married couples yeah and if this is your only complaint four to six fucking cookies before he goes getting some more you're doing just fine. Your entire marriage counseling session will be you two arguing about the amount of cookies you can take from a bank on a public yeah. set. And then people will go, well, our problems seem like re- like yeah. ridiculous right now. <laughs> you cheated on me. Yeah. This fucking guy eats a macadamia. <laughs> yeah. They go, well, we're having problems. But, I mean, they're arguing about cookies. Maybe we just follow whatever they're doing. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Stop it. Let him eat the goddamn cookies. All right, everyone. Thank you for listening to episode 31. I'm Clay. Bill has been here. He's been doing some things. I'm Bill. I've been doing some things, apparently. Yeah, yeah. He didn't need to say that, but he did it anyway. I did some things. Yeah. With or without your knowledge of me doing those said things. Yeah, he got that at a bank. But I tell you what we're going to do. On April 28th, starting at 7 o'clock at Club 307... We are doing some stand-up comedy. That's Club 307, Rock Springs, Wyoming. Hell yeah. You can come and see us do at least one hour of stand-up between the two of us. You're going to have a good-ass time. You're going to have a weird time in the bar. It's a cool bar. It's a really uh, cool bar, actually. Yeah. And uh, you're going to hear some more of us on this show. You're going to see some stand-up. Keep listening. Send us some questions. You can send us questions on our Twitter. Still, we're uh, active, and I keep uh, I keep trolling people on their DMs on the Twitter. 
at DearIllAdvised. You can send us questions on our Gmail at uh, DearIllAdvised at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook uh, at DearIllAdvised. We have uh, Snapchat and an Instagram now. You follow us on those. Kate usually gives you those. I have no idea what they are. I don't know either. Only yeah. she does. Yeah, this job think, security for her is not to tell us. Yeah, I think the Snapchat is like you will advise twelve, and the Instagram is dear will advise. I think I'm not really sure. Either way, thanks for listening. Keep on listening, and uh, keep on uh, you know sending us those stupid, crazy ass questions. Let's all just bathe in the craziness. Faith in the craziness. Thank yeah. you, real advisors. Hell yeah. Have a good ass week. <laughs>